last night we were out to dinner with Debbie, who introduced Allie and me, and who went to Israel with me. Um, yeah, on this trip years ago, and she said that she was cleaning out her like files or memorabilia and stuff, and she found her journal from one of our Israel trips, and in it it says, "My friends and I did desert trek." We got the Negev trip because Shai said he couldn't ride a bike, so we could get this trip instead of the one with a bike. <laughs> Hilarious. episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, where we invite you to join our family for an hour and join us in a conversation about movies and making fun of each other the same way we would have back in the 90s when we went to movies every Friday night. Lily, Becky, my two sisters, you're here. One's in California, one's in the Canary Islands. Who wants to start first? I'm pitting you against each other. I'll go first because I, I don't have much to say. Um... Oh, Lily, you just—you didn't even have a chance there. Becky just scooped that up. Well, you got to be quick around Lily. When she gets going, you know, it, it takes a <laughs> lot to I'm stoking to the fires her. today. I'm stoking the fires. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird day here. It's uh, there's I think there's like some fires going on maybe in like Sacramento or a few hours from here, and it's like raining ash and the sky is all white and terrifying. Sounds terrible. Like a yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, well, so I'm you know, I'm, just, okay. I'm hiding. Yeah, I mean, we're hiding out indoors today. It's an indoor day. I've been. I truthfully, I've just been watching a lot of Chuck. So. It, it's it's like 95 degrees here and i on a day like this i want to be inside all day and watching chuck and so at noon Allie and i Allie, of course asked us to go on an adventure outside with the kids in a place with at no like shade for two noon. hours at high noon it was fun though it was really fun. gross over to lily welcome lily I know, I know you have a lot on Hello. your mind this week, and you have to hold it I have in. so much. You have to clench have and hold so it much. in until, until it's time. I do. Lots of clenching um, going on over there. Here, it's like a beautiful 80 degrees, no humidity, no mosquitoes, cool breeze. So, weather's perfect. So, it's amazing. So, so we have a lot. <laughs> so, what to, you get when you live on an island in the middle of nowhere. So perfect we a, weather. We have a lot to catch up on because we taped our, our last couple episodes really close to each other. And then since then, there's been a, quite a bit of time. And so, this is one of our episodes where That's we'll just go down our list yeah. of things mm-hmm. that are on our mind. Uh, but I can start with thanking you. Oh, yes, please. I, I, I love when my... I'm thanked. Um, hero once again in our family there's like certain like levels of emergency and top top emergencies are if you uh, need some kind of television show help with like iTunes or getting something from one device to another device before getting on a long flight or any flight really and then the other type of emergency um, I guess I just discovered is concert tickets oh yeah big deal and I mean I know that it's a big deal but I haven't gone to a concert in so, so long. And I was about to buy tickets uh, for the Counting Crows, which I have never seen. 
And you guys went to see them when we were in high school. I've seen them at least once. I've seen them probably both, ten. Oh, I've, seen I've probably twice. seen them. Shai I've seen took them Becky. I've seen them so ten I was going to take both of us. And then, took, and, yeah, I go ahead. Sorry. He was going to take both of us. He only took you because I got grounded. The one time I was grounded in all of high school, I was not allowed to go to that concert. And I had to stay home. And you took Becky. And literally, it's been like a... I don't know how you like a sore in my side or what's it what's the saying? Thorn in my in Spanish, side. Thorn in my side. Sorry. In Spanish it's Don't pretend um, Spanish is the reason you don't remember that saying. No, in Spanish it's it's um like a um a, a bone in my side or something like that. Sure. I don't know. Anyways, that's what I meant to say. Uh, and so I am really excited that I'm gonna be in the States when they're playing. And I go to buy the tickets, and I now it's so crazy to buy a ticket. You basically like I I almost just wish that it was real scalpers, but now it's like internet <laughs> scalpers. And like when it was a real scalper, it was just like easy, and now it's so complicated because like you really half the time don't know if you're they're just like totally scamming you. And I call Shy because they're expensive tickets, and he's at the airport like about to go through security overseas. And I was like, I know this is like not a good time for you. He's like, it doesn't matter. He like I'm sitting down at the airport. What is it? Tell me the venue. What seats you're gonna get? And he totally like walked me through it. Um, and I got four tickets thanks to him in the pit uh, in Jersey to see Cannon Crows. I'm very excited. That's awesome. That's, uh... I- that's he's awesome. my hero. I like my hero. I, I like hearing that. So, <laughs> uh, Becky, turning to you, I was wondering. So, I, I was on this incredible trip to Israel, which we will talk about maybe a little bit later in more detail at the pretty awesome ROI summit. And one of my buddies, a fellow DC uh, person named Jesse, she and I were talking about movies and podcasts and things like that. And she asked me to weigh in and, and give my thoughts on Movie Pass. And I really hadn't spent a lot of time thinking it through, but we had a, a fairly detailed conversation about the pluses and minuses of MoviePass, and I felt that this was now a must, a must bring issue to the council of the three siblings here. And I kind of want to, I want to know where you guys stand on this. But since Lily doesn't know what it is, could you don't you, even know what you're talking could about? Could you walk Lily through it, and then let's figure out: Do we buy, rent, or meh the MoviePass? Okay, so MoviePass, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Shai, but MoviePass is um, a membership that you pay, a monthly membership that you pay, I believe it's $10 a month, and you get unlimited movie tickets. To, like, Are you movie kidding theaters. me? For, for what? Well, per person. Per and, person. And per 24 hours. For 24 hours. So you what can do you go mean? see... Oh, you, you can't see, see like a, five movies in a you day. You can see yeah, you, a movie you, a day every single day of the month for $10 a month. That's insane. You can't do what? it. Our, you can't do what our parents do, which is go to movies and then sneak, sneak into in, other movies. Still, they movie. literally still do that. There is so also cute, a separate plan that is seven. So one is nine ninety five a month, and then there that's the one that's a movie a day. And then there's another plan that's seven dollars and ninety five cents. That's three movies per month. That's insane. That doesn't make any sense. How could the movie? How desperate are the movie theaters? So it's not. I don't even know. Here's here's what I here's my conspiracy theory behind it. One, I don't believe it's. I mean, I don't see how it's sustainable. Um, but two, I feel like it's some conspiracy from the streaming networks like Netflix to tank all movie theaters. Oh. 
That's but one of, they that's just one have of the to rumors, agree. That's one of the that's one of the rumors I've heard is that it's that it's a way to like tank the movie. There's no I don't think I think like kind of like the weird way it works is that movie. Wait, costs, are you like, telling? Wait, are you telling me they're the buying ticket? the tickets? I don't know how it no, works. No, but if they're buying the tickets and they don't get tanked, then they're just supporting the industry because then somebody gets a ticket bought every day, a movie theater that's huge for them. It so, has to be a cut deal. So I think that they're... Think about this. Okay, how about this? So here's where I'll come down on this. In theory, and nine ninety five a month is pretty amazing when you think about it. In theory, I love the idea. On the other hand, in actual practicality, these days with my job and family and other commitments like podcasting with you guys going to the actual theater really for for the first time in my life really is not something that i can just do at the drop of a hat nor am i going to like sign my children up for such that i i can guarantee i'm going to the movies more than once a month now in theory that's less that's less than even a single ticket to it a movie. It would be cheaper. Exactly. To sign this it's up and it's go. exactly what I'm trying to say. Is it's like, cheaper than a movie ticket. Like a movie ticket's like fourteen dollars now. So now you'd I'm, be silly not to do it. And I think maybe the whole get is that you just do it like Netflix, and then for it doesn't matter if you miss a month or not. It works out in the end, and then they just have at least for a sad $10 a month. Uh, Netflix, I mean, the whole concept is genius, right? To them, it's just a giant server somewhere, and I guess they have an office. A movie theater takes money to run. Staff, popcorn. So like, from a, well, so from a, so think of this from a, not a business perspective, sure, but a but user like, satisfaction think, perspective. The, fine. The, user the, satisfaction, it's a no-brainer. How would you not do it? Because... Well, because what about the, like, joy and excitement and spontaneity of, like, picking up a movie and getting tickets and getting your seats and getting a group of people? If you have that nine ninety five a month, isn't that one more thing you feel, like, pressure? Like, ah, oh, God. I mean, like, I love going to the movies, but I would no, never I want movies to become do... a pressure thing. No, no, no. I have friends that do a movie pass, and they freaking love it. Like, they are I think it would bring the joy back. I think it would bring you joy would, back. You would feel like, because I feel like going to the movies is such a big deal because it's it actually is quite expensive um, that it makes me not want to go to the movies exactly. Often. So I'll only see very very special like, things like, in theaters no now. Offense. I won't just go see any right. movie. No it's offense. To be like, like theater worthy. I went to see one of the last movies I saw in the theater was Coco. Brilliant movie, amazing, and I brought a friend with me and I paid for their ticket and we got popcorn and like just like a and of course I support um Pixar movies are amazing we love you Vlad but um the night cost me like $35 like we're close to $40 between the parking and everything and and while I was so happy to see the movie it was a beautiful experience I was like damn like movies here where I live still cost like seven like euros so when you make like if you make euros it's still only seven euros um and like wednesdays it's like 550 it, or something but what if it causes like an unbalance between you and movie going friends right so you but, say oh i'm gonna it, go to the movies and like oh, you I still only have guys. the same amount of time oh well then what? then the person who doesn't have movie pass is stupid they could just well, sign up for yeah it. i it, it literally makes no sense not to have movie pass and of course it makes sense to have movie pass but i think it's gonna lead to some sort of like serious screw up in theaters or something you know like it's gonna like shut down a lot of things it's not sustainable whatever this model is i don't understand how it's sustainable 
Well, I will say well, if our family had it in the 90s, we would have run the movie theaters out of business because we went to the yeah, movies. But I, I feel like that's what's going to happen. It's going to like oh. run theaters out of business, which is why I, I have well, heard or they're the conspiracy already theory. Out of business. Well, I've heard the conspiracy theory that it's, you know, isn't it? Is it movie pass back by Netflix? Did I make that up? Can someone fact check me? Uh, now you're just like, now you're just throwing out. You're like, okay, but here's the thing. If it's not, if Netflix is not purchasing each ticket, which they're not doing, because that makes no sense, you're not going to buy a ticket a day for somebody who's not going to go see a movie, then I'll check right now, but then um, the theater has to be in on it. You know what I mean? I get the theater's just desperate to compete with a streaming service. And so they'd rather get. I guess okay. they're figuring people let's are going this. to the movie. I am. Okay, well, people, let's let's Google this at another time. Here, I guess they're thinking that people are not going to the movies. So they'd rather your 10 bucks one time a month, because you're probably only able to go one time a month, because it's basically like you have to put like, get a second mortgage to go to the movies. So they're like, people aren't going at all. Maybe they'll go once a month. We'll give them that once a month at a discount. And if they want to go more, let them go more, because we just need people in the door, I guess. I don't know. It makes no sense. They're desperate. But okay. considering I get to see one movie, actually, on the topic of you know basically getting to see one or two movies a year in the theater now, mom's coming to town on um, Tuesday, and she called me yesterday, super super amped up, because she is insisting that when she oh, arrives, oh no, so she is insisting yeah, that when she arrives, she's gonna babysit while Vlad and I go see Solo. And I'm like, well, can you babysit and can we, like, go do something else? And she was like, no, I'll only babysit if you go see Solo. I'm like, well, can I go to, like, a different movie? And I'm just sort of like, I don't even try to want to take her up on the offer. Thoughts? Suggestions? <laughs> okay. I don't know. The, I, I, I don't know. They, they started in on me. It's hard, to, it's hard to fight back our parents at a certain point when they're excited about something. She right, was so, hysterical So buy Renter, buy Renter Man Movie Pass? Buy. I mean, technically, yeah, buy. Of course, I want to go see movies for free all the time. I'm gonna. You do at Pixar anyway, so nobody's buying your woe is me. I can't. But then I worry that it's bad for the industry, so I'm in a mess. I'm I'm renting because I'm suspicious. (laughs) I'm renting because I'm suspicious. Lily's like, this is a deal. (laughs) Jose just got two. This is a deal I need. Okay. All right. So. Now, Lily, you had a really big list of stuff on your mind. Let's get to that before we get to our movie that we Jackie, can you avoid sighing? <laughs> just thinking, like, I love this change rapid of pace, pace. That Lily, that Lily has lots of things to talk about. It's a good I, switcheroo I a, for the podcast. I literally am, like, driving and I'm writing stuff down, okay? okay. I'm putting my life at risk. A few things, really quickly. I'm going to save my recs for when we do recommendations, so I'm yeah. not going to save those right now. But I will say this. Was in the car the other day. I remember how I said last week the Spin Doctors came on. This yes. week, Ace of Base came on. Oh, and I was like, is, love, is there, a camera? Is there a camera in this car right now? I saw the sign. I was like, oh. hello, people. Brought me back to being at the Pinchex house in their TMR house in the basement the first time I saw Heathers. Was that like, <laughs> it brought me back to like a specific moment when, in time. When did you see Heathers when you were like seven years old? I must have been like maybe 10 or 11 or something and I was at their house they had oh my god Becky what was that Revlon shampoo that was so popular outrageous oh was it outrageous they had this shampoo like all the smell of outrageous because that was the shampoo they used and then um the Heathers and Ace of Base and it like brought me back this amazing moment in time next um did you guys 
um, know that Spotify has this thing with that's called Genius uh, Lyrics, where when you put a specific song on, it depends what song, as it the song is going, there's like slideshow of a behind the music of the lyric shows up. So and, what do you it's mean? Like fascinating. A- like I was listening to this one song uh, by a band, whatever. And as the song is playing, it's telling you facts about the songwriting process, about the band, That's, about what um, the lyrics mean. No, 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 there used to be a show. It was pop up video. Pop up video. Either it was like on Much Music or MTV called Pop Up Video, and you would like you watch a music video, and then it would like have little pop ups with behind. So the this is kind of like that, but scenes. centered around the lyrics and what they mean, and. It was amazing. It was so cool. I was like, wow. At first it annoyed me, and then I got totally sucked in. And then I thought, imagine if it was about Jethro Tull, and then <laughs> and then Spotify got sued because it's illegal to put those lyrics anywhere. <laughs> and like my brain went to a dark place. Just so you know, this morning I watched an entire Jethro Tull concert on the treadmill. It was so bad. Oh, God. That's how yeah, I made I that gif that. for the last week's promotional thing. So, like while I was so on the just, just so that just so that we're on the same page. You will watch a Jethro Tull concert for fun, but you won't watch Outlander. No, Outlander, my wife, is the barrier. I will go watch Outlander, but we are watching it together, and therefore she has to be in Mm -hmm. the mood to watch it. If she has a headache, she doesn't want to watch it. Well, often when women <laughs> no, have a headache, they're the not word in the mood. I, right, they're not in the mood. She's giving you the old, I got a headache, buddy. That, that's what I'm saying. She's like, I'm not yeah. in the mood for it. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to say was that I know when the mixtape died, like we were around when there was mixtapes and you could gift a mixtape to somebody. Do you remember, I, wait, I, Lily, when I used to come to visit from grad school and we'd sit on my yes. bed with the laptop and I'd make you mixes? Yes. And every mix 100%. would have a secret track that was Cartman from South Park singing. Yeah, I remember away. that. Sail Sail it wasn't it wasn't oh. a secret. You'd put on the As mix like that you made and it would just it would be and then and then you made me a mix where he was singing the Titanic song. Oh god. I'm anyway. Sure. Okay, anyway. so the mixtape dies and Maybe then you get the C D. And do you remember a time when CDs could be like uh, like you could make a mix CD for somebody and that counted as like a birthday present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like did that on more than one occasion. Sure. Was all birthday presents that in high you school. could like give to somebody. Oh yeah. And you made a mix all... for Allie that I still have like a ripped copy of Allie's birthday. Oh, really? mix. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. Um, didn't have mamas and the papas on it. Yeah. Make which by the music? way is not a mamas and the papas. It's a mama cast solo song. Oh, whatever. I, I learned that it's while working, now. while researching the other podcast. All right, behind the music. Okay. And then I'm just saying that, like, I feel like I'm sad that that is kind of gone in our society and, like, our kids won't have that. So the closest thing I can think of is, like, a, you can make a Spotify mix for somebody and give it to them and send it to them, like, virtually. I make them for my just... friend Mark all the time with your account. That's You have, like, I ten know. different mixes. And I he'll, know. He'll send me messages that, oh, I picked up this mix from two years ago that you sent me. This is awesome. I never listened to this. I know. I just feel like people should do that more. Wait, That's all you I want to say. years to listen to one of your mixes and you're still making them? Mark, we have Mark, to evaluate your uh, Mark is a great guy, standards. but he's a little bit like an older brother to me in that like I'll do something really thoughtful and then like two years later he'll pay attention to it. I feel like somehow you guys can right. identify with now that. Now you know how I feel. Lily, wait, 
Uh, where is this going? I'm st- I'm so sorry. I am being no. right. serious though. So Spotify. That- no, I'm just saying. Lily- I just wish people would do it more. The, like the, I wish, uh, like yeah. I could expect a mix for me once a week, or I could give, like you know what I mean, or what, like once a month. Or well, you can make it was you can make playlists. Thing. You can make Spotify playlists. But sure, and I, I guess will say like, that's that requires a subscription and stuff. You can't just give to someone spontaneously anymore unless that's you give them a CD, which right. then they don't have anywhere yeah. to put because they're like, thanks for this thing. No, but- this thing. I guess you could like I, put it on a flash drive, but then that means you have to like own the music. And again, everything is just through Spotify now. Right. So I'm just saying like it's cool but sad. And I'm yeah. I was just mentioning it. It popped in my head after the whole genius lyrics thing. And then um, the last thing I wanted to say was just something really funny Becky said to me. I don't know if you might want to. I don't know if you need to cut this out after. I don't know if I told you this, shy, but I was chit chatting with Becky the other day on the phone. And I was telling her how mom like got me a contract to work on something for so, like Becky, you know, Becky's worked for our dad's company at some point and and Becky turns to me and she's like, Well, on the phone she goes, What are we the Bluths? And I cracked up so loud. I was like, Yeah, you're like Michael Moore the Bluths. And she was like, We're like obviously shy as Jason Bateman. Yeah, like you're Michael, you're Michael Bluth. <laughs> And I don't know, Lily, which one of us is Job? Which one of us is Buster? It's a bit hard to tell. <laughs> I'm probably the Buster of the family, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, but Lily's Lil- the one who wants to live Lil- with our parents. Yeah, yeah so you're a, Lily's the Buster. Buster, I'm the Job. <laughs> You're definitely the job. There's I have no like the, the grand illusions of my success and my status in the world. And Lily this just wants to live in mom and dad for the rest of her life. It sounds perfect. So I was laughing so hard when she Shy's said that. the one who's morally above the rest of us. We know. <laughs> um, and then my last but not least thing that I wanted to say is that I was talking to my husband the other day and we were saying about how like you know some parents do favorite children and um he had somebody tell him recently like you know I think I like one of my kids better than the other and he was like I don't think you can say that and they're like oh the other one's like so funny though <laughs> and, and he was like you can't say that uh, just between you and me and he was like felt so uncomfortable and him and I were talking and I was like you know that's insane because I, as much as like our parents have done for us, like they really didn't show favoritism as kids, and we're really lucky. And then I look at him, and I was like, except they definitely like shy the best, and he's like, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. I was like, so they didn't do a good job. <laughs> and that's it. Mic drop. I'm done. Okay, now let's talk about another family drama that we all watched in the last forty eight hours. Ooh, there's some feelings about this one. John Krasinski's A Quiet Place. I think we had an exciting moment, though. We were texting each other, and mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's rare that we, we watch, watch then, it within the same twenty-four hours. We all watched hours. it. Yeah, that was kind of exciting. And we cycled so through we... iTunes, and we all agreed, okay, let's watch this. And I think everyone was excited to see it. So, mm-hmm. so I think we've got a lot to break down uh, to get, to bring people up to speed. A Quiet Place starts. Is it the word in medias res, Becky? Kind of in the middle of the story without the backstory. Mm-hmm. Which is perfect. In, Start it where the word. I, I will say know. this movie gets. So before the movie starts, first of all, we always now look at the time. And this movie's 92 minutes long. And I, I was going to say, I was going to text you guys being like, dudes, it's 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Guys, like. No golden. matter what, it's going to be good. So, no matter exactly. what, it's going to be good if it's 90 minutes. So Allie and I, I agree. Allie and I quote the Becky line, which is just the good parts. So already <laughs> we're excited to watch this movie. It's got actors that we really like. Got a lot of critical acclaim. So the movie starts on day 42 of some crisis. No, day 89. 89, 89. whatever. 
day something of a particular crisis whereby creatures are on Earth that hear sound, and any sound they hear, they eat. And so this family has to uh, survive in this world where they basically can't make any noise and one of the family members the daughter is also deaf so this family happens to speak sign language so they have um, an ability to communicate that that other people wouldn't necessarily have Um, now from here on if you have not seen the movie i suspect we are just going to blow all spoiler rules out the window because there's no real way to talk about this movie without spoiling it so i would recommend whatever i mean that's which it says a lot about the movie because i mean it's just like action 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 so that's pretty good yeah but yes you should stop listening and and the premise sets it up I, i think we can all agree we would recommend it um so if you haven't seen it go and watch it and then come back and listen to this to hear our analysis and breakdown of it. So yeah, we don't ruin I, it for I you. think I think we all recommend it, and, and the analysis will be for different reasons. I will say, Allie, while watching it, was yelling at the TV, crying, so was and I. saying, "I hate this so movie! I. I hate this movie! I hate this oh, movie!" No, I, I, hate guys, I was under, like, "Guys, this is not for me." I hid <laughs> under a blanket at one point, and I'll, I'll tell you which point later. I hid under the blanket at one point and refused to watch, and just made my husband explain to me what was going on on the screen because I wouldn't want. So, so anyway, so overall, I think, uh, wait, so do do you buy rent or meh? And then we'll. This is a perfect (sighs) renter for me. Yeah, this is a rent for me. Yeah. Perfect rent. But it's like a great Saturday night rent. Yeah. Solid. I've seen it once and I never need to see it again. If we saw it in the theater as a Friday night movie, it would be a solid experience. Yeah, agreed. Okay, now let's get into the plot and the stories. So I'm going to walk through some of the beginning things, and I want to know if you were surprised about a couple of things. So the opening scene of the movie is the family's on a bridge, or they're they're in some store, and mm-hmm. they, they try to tell the youngest kid not to take the toy that makes noise. The older sister gives the kid the toy against the parents' wishes, and then the kid's playing with the toy and gets eaten by one of the monsters. Mm-hmm. Then it flashes forward to a year later... Mm-hmm when the mother is uh, pregnant with a new baby and they're living in some house avoiding the monsters that if you hear like any sound farm. yeah and if they yeah, hear any sound their house. they come in their, their house, house. They were yeah. so oh, what what yeah. did you think about the eating of the first kid i think it's i think it it's like in the watching it it was like upsetting and and it's just an innocent mistake and it's too realistic because you know little kids do make accidents there's accidents all the time so like that was just like terrifying now 24 hours later looking back being like whoa that was like a crazy setup for this movie i it it's hard for me to watch movies that I find just intentionally pull at the heartstrings. Do you know what I mean? As a, um, a gimmick. Here's the thing. I think what it did was it very, we said it's a movie with only the good parts. It very quickly set up the stakes. It established the stakes and it wasn't gratuitous because so it happened very second. quickly and I, then we move you can't, on. You can't see my notes, Becky. Point number three was huh. I write, Kid, I knew the kid was going to get it. Is point yeah, we, one. I mean, number two was, was he obvious. wasn't in the movie long enough for me to care. Like, he, I wasn't mm-hmm. him. And number three was had to establish the stakes for this movie. Had to, work, establish, had to the establish, right they establish the stakes, and they didn't. And it was it was very quick, so it wasn't like gratuitous. And I didn't find it pulled on the heartstrings too much for me. It was actually like very surgical. However, Vlad's problem with the scene is that he felt there wasn't enough of a dramatic reaction from the parents. 
And I, again, disagree. I don't, I don't you think you need the, that. Yeah. I, th- I think you see the flash of horror in each of their faces, faces and you understand. Yeah. And yeah, so for no. me, it worked. Yeah, I think it would have been really gratuitous in terms of pulling at the heartstrings and then you see them sobbing and like right, all right, that. Right. No, no, no. That it was a clean cut. So that was good. And and also um, these are already people who have been however many days into a traumatic experience, right? There's no mm-hmm. other people around them at this point. That right. means that they have outsurvived tons of mm-hmm. gruesome deaths. Yeah. So they probably have seen a lot. And and this is so this is another question that I want to ask you all. The movie could be seen as I don't know if it was intentionally metaphorical, but it it evokes other periods of history to me. What what did it evoke? Did it evoke any particular period of history for you? Mm, I please explain what you're talking about. So, I, I'm not so for me, so here. for me, I kept thinking about the story of Anne Frank and the Ooh. horror of being under you know Nazi occupation and having to hide a family and, and the, there's no margin and there's, there's no, no margin, margin for error. there's no you margin for error sound, yeah. and any noise could could be Kill the thing all. that trips the wire yeah. and that what what the horror it must be for people who live in these terrible situations and have to protect children who just can't be as disciplined as an adult like they're they're little kids and mm-hmm trying to keep a family together in that context, that was actually why the movie worked for me really well, because otherwise it was just a, an alien knockoff. But when I thought about, well, where would be a scenario that I could relate to, that I could relate right. to personally, I but mean, I could relate to that I've seen in movies and I've heard about from other families and other people and in, in family history. And I think about you know, being in a scenario, or, or our mom when she was in, in Cuba and you were afraid of the neighbors telling on you, and mm-hmm. and you know horrific things happening to your family that that by putting that hat on as I watched the movie as opposed to a alien or stranger things thing the movie affected well, me a lot more yeah I think I think whether it's that exact example I think the reason the movie works is because to some level to somebody and you don't even have to be a parent to to get it to to feel like the the stakes if you will is because it's not just a normal alien movie. They show you the aliens pretty quickly. That was it, or monsters pretty quickly. That was something I liked about the movie. So much of these movies is all about that the reveal. Mm-hmm. When you see, and like we see it, it's like scary looking, great. And I like that 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 was just like not the thing. You know, right. that that was terrifying about the movie. And the best line, I mean, there's very few actual lines that they speak, but the best line is when she says, if we can't protect them, then who are we, right? You know, and that really brings Shai's point home is that it's a, all about the family unit. I mean, I read tons of interviews with the two of them who said that's the reason they made the movie. It, not not because of the aliens, but they're in a family fact, story. They're in they're fact married, married, right? Yeah. With two <laughs> children. And she wasn't supposed to play the part. Um, she just had had a baby. And she was like, I, this is not for me. Like, why would she want to play this? She just had a baby and done Mary Poppins. She was like, I was in a good place. But then um, the actress that was supposed to do it couldn't do it. And then she, like, begged him. She was like, damn it, it's just such a good role. I want to do it. Well, that's really She's cool. amazing. And she is amazing in it. She's, yeah, she is. she's amazing. Ever since she said, uh, I eat two cubes of cheese when I think I'm going to pass out in Devil's Wears Prada. She has been one of my favorites. So <laughs> yeah. let, I mean, she's, let's she's talk, one of my favorites. Let's talk. Yeah, she's absolutely one of my favorites. And he did a terrific job. Um, mm-hmm. He's done a really nice job growing out of Jim Halpert. 
uh, ever since ever since he ever yeah. since the office. In fact, I think I like his characters and other things more than the Jim Halpert character sure. at this point. Sure, sure, sure. So Ooh, let's talk about the lo- statement, but let's, okay. let's talk about the. Let's. T- is, I kind of dropped that in there. We can we can unpack yeah. that another well, time. Well, yeah. Let, for another another discussion, but okay. Let, let's talk about the look of the alien. Now, I care a lot about the Alien movies. You guys know that we. I think we went mm-hmm. to see Alien Four together in the theater many many years. Yes, ago. we did. And I, I love even, no matter which one comes out. I'm excited for it, even the ones that are a disaster. Mm-hmm. What did you all I, think of the look of the Alien? It, you know, it doesn't matter to me anymore. They all look the same. Like, I'll tell you, know you what, what I mean? it, it was a little demogorgony, but um, yeah, I wrote that but, in my notes also. But what I yeah. did, what I did actually like about the design of it, is the ear, is its yeah. or its ability, how it opens up that section of its head to hear, and how it like vibrates and stuff. That yeah. I thought was a really important element of design, and they clearly put some care into it, and uh, and some money behind the CG for it. So I thought that was yeah, I liked how yeah. um, the teeth. Um, are like gigantic because it kind of then explains kind of like an alien, right? Like the damage that they can do. You know, the alien, the the, the saliva being acid is such a cool thing. Well, these are gigantic teeth, so obviously they're able to just like snap somebody up quickly. Great. But I like that as the sound gets bigger that they're hearing, their head gets like more separated. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, remember? Like they, oh, yeah. yeah. The part, like as they, you know, that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. Like physically, they change as yeah, the sound is some, changing. It was, it was, that was cool. Good design put into it. I don't think on the level a, of but like it is a acid saliva. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's not like an acid, le- uh, saliva acid level of cool design, but. It was, look, the, the thing is this, is that when Giger, the artist, designed the original alien, like the xenomorph that is in the alien movies, that's it. That's mm-hmm. the best created terrifying yeah. alien ever Agreed. in movies. So you you have that. So everything else is going to live in some world derivative of that. This one kind of looked like the Demogorgon meets Venom from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I like the part that ultimately its head was just a giant ear, which was cool yeah. because the whole movie right. was about sound. However, there there was a little bit of a what are the rules moment for me <laughs> because I did oh, wonder yeah. how how it took it, these things must have really just eaten everything and they established that they could eat through metal so that means that they could have eaten through uh, a tank or something like that but you can rip through it how yeah. how no army or anything or scientist could have figured out that sound might affect these guys if they right. had it was it was figured out because you saw it on the newspaper heading it's sound. No, it's sound is what kills you. Oh, you think it was them figuring out how to kill them? Uh, I think it was what Lil no, said. I think them warning know. everybody else, it sounds like be quiet. Sound. Oh, yeah. you and Chai, how did they not figure out that, that the yeah, I also, is like, what yeah. hurt them? I mean, in the end, she just shoots it in the in the opening. Like, well, what it is is she has to find its weakness, which is the, the feedback sound hurts them so it's weakened and then she has the opportunity to shoot it because otherwise they're like too fast it has to open its face up and then she shoots it in the face like for example they could live happily if they had that like uh, but yes shy i thought of the same thing i thought of like many different versions of this that if they knew that sound attracted them how did the army or with the military or whatever not figure out how to create you know a giant sound thing to attract all of them and then like 
bomb blow them, them up. or right or blow right. them up or like they said they're indestructible or and they trap were them. pretty destructible i mean look a lot could have happened this could also be happening in one rural area we don't really know but it also could like a walking dead kind of thing that it happened so fast that anybody that would have been the scientist or had the ability to do all that all those people are dead and, and those things move fast when they established that it could cut through that yeah. entire metal thing that the kids were hiding in that, that mm-hmm. was really cool. Okay, so how about like, yeah. one one sort of last big thing on this, which is the use of sound and silence in the movie. It's not a totally silent movie. In, in fact, they only there's only one moment where they used total silence that kind of blew my mind um, throughout the whole movie. But what did you guys think of sound and silence in the movie? Well, one thing that stood out to me that I really did like was the establishing the daughter's character and the fact that she's deaf in that early scene yeah, and, and in many scenes yeah. with her where they cut back and forth between the, the actress general, is deaf too. Which is, yeah, between the general silence that everyone else hears and then the silence that she hears and that yeah, difference right. in it. I thought that was right. so interesting how they did that. Yeah. Um, another note on sound was that they did, you know, rely on a couple of cheap tricks, which is fine to have a good jump, a couple of jumps and scares. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you don't want to do it too many times. And there are a couple moments where a hand pops out and there's a loud, you know, boom in the sound. And you're like, oh, but it's just, a, you know, it's a, it's a cheap scare. So those were my, the, there my was, which there is was normal. A, there was a moment towards the end. It was one of the last big chases where they cut in the moment of the attack of the beast to the completely silent yeah. scene and I, the silent mm-hmm. scene through the daughter's eyes yeah. slash ears. And mm-hmm. that was that was awesome to me. That was uh, perfectly yeah. executed. The other sound moment I really loved is that there's one random scene in the movie where the parents are trying to get some form of normalcy. They have a glimpse mm-hmm. of normalcy and they put in the earphones and they're playing Neil Young's Harvest Moon, which is mm-hmm. a song that I, rem- I remember when it came out, which is a nice mm-hmm. little waltz song. And I thought that was, I would love to know how they chose that particular song. I'm sure he, I'm sure, I'm sure it's an important, I'm sure he has a reason. It was perfectly chosen for um, that scene. Now, the, my, I, I will say overall, I really like the film. Like I said, a solid go to the movie and see it, a solid renter. I'm happy I enjoyed it. 90 minutes, all the good parts moved really fast. The only thing where it could have done better is more character development. It was missing a certain amount. I thought thought they did a pretty good job considering it's only 90 minutes and they started it in the middle of like establishing everybody's kind of role, establishing like her, how she deals with, how each of them deals with the loss, establishing how the dad is already preparing for the fact that like one of the parents might not survive. I don't know. I feel like they pretty did a pretty good job considering it's 90 minutes. What more did you want to hear or know about them? No, I don't know. I just, I mean, I thought that the, the girl, the daughter's character again, had the most development from, you know, feeling like everything is her fault to then saving the day. That's where I saw the biggest arc, but Mm. not as much of an arc. Well, the the mom, I I feel like the mom, not that it's a development, but in the end, I mean, like, can we just say for a second that she tried to have a baby without making a sound? Like, I just, like, the mom's character, talk about, like, a female-driven movie. The dad's really great, but that mom, that, well, her arc is she goes to literally pushing out a baby pretty much in silence. The coordination of the fireworks is awesome, and that's when she screams, because... Mm-hmm. 
obviously it's not realistic to not scream at all. And then goes to basically protecting her children with a shotgun in the basement mm-hmm. after having stepped on a nail. Like I she can't even. Yeah. She Ugh. just like her sort of the inner mother bear like transforming to like do what you gotta do. I thought that was awesome. Apparently there's gonna be a second one. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, anyways, all in all, I just, a solid I just movie. Say, I, I just, yeah, I just can't handle like when the new baby is like in danger. Like, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, was, that like, was the same thing for me. That was it was yeah. after she had like, the I baby. That's yeah. when I, I basically just like. And when she's I, hiding I, behind the wall of water with the, with the water. With her that was born. I was like. So that's what I texted you guys. Like, guys, I cannot. It's not for me. It was the same thing. When the water starts to come in and the baby's in the little box, I went under the covers and I was like, I am not watching this. You can tell me what's happening on the screen, but I will not watch. Uh, Yeah, I just emotionally shut down in order to get through that. That's how I. Mm -hmm. That's how I was like, this is an alien movie. Maybe they'll all die. Maybe they won't. I couldn't stop yelling, why? How could they have a baby? Like, why would they? I kept, like, trying to rationalize it. He's like, it's a movie. Calm the fuck down. I was just like, I don't understand their logic. But anyways, they did have a good plan. So, all right. So now, okay, so we're, I feel like we're we're done with The Quiet Place, all in all. So I, I rent, Becky rents, Lily... I rent. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So rents across the board. A solid. A solid Friday night movie in itself. Um, mm-hmm. Let's move on to. I'm our, proud of both of you for watching a scary movie. I'm really proud <laughs> I, of you. Guys. But Thank I you. like that kind of. That's a thriller. That's psychological. Yeah, I it's like, not a horror. I can movie. do that kind of scary movie. I don't like hacking people up and body horror kind of stuff. I like you know something that's more like a thriller. I can do. So, in general, I would like to see more movies like this. You know, ninety <laughs> minutes—not not not horror, but ninety minutes to the point. The good parts. You know, not so much backstory. Just show me the interesting parts. Excellent. So, Lily. All right. So now we're back. Now we'll move on to recommendations and what we're watching. The second part of Lily's list. Oh. oh. Okay, so I'm like not hosting, but hosting, but I'm not hosting. Um, I would like to give our dad a I told you show genius shout out. I, he definitely doesn't listen to the podcast, but I war- I previously gave it to him and like I called him and told him because <laughs> I was like, I know you're not going to hear this um, for a uh, small town crime. Oh, that movie's which he awesome. That movie's it's awesome. a great movie. The movie's um, awesome. It's on Netflix. Like, found money, Shy. Like, when you can get a good movie like that no, on Netflix, but, you don't have to pay for I bought that well, movie extra. on Dad's recommendation and loved it. Oh, so, yeah. uh, it's on Netflix if anybody's interested. That, that's a and must like, see. That's a great movie. Yeah. That's a great movie. And if you like a Coen Brothers esque type of film, then this is the kind of darkish movie that I think um, somebody, you know, people would like. And John Hawks is amazing. I'm obsessed with yeah. that guy. Can we have more John so, Hawks, please? Yeah, I know. Yeah, more John Hawks. He's so good. Um, the other recommendation was Bleachers. I'm t- I told you shows for Shy, but for music. I told you music. Um, I was kind of not into selling shy the other day. I was not into. I just didn't think to listen to this band because I wasn't didn't like fun that much. The band fun, I like actual fun. And so they, um, Jack Antonoff from Fun is you know in this band is his band. And then shy was like, I saw them open for Pink. You should listen to them. That was a long time ago already. The other day, 
listen to them mind blown it's been a long time since i like an entire album um kind of like killers a few years ago mm-hmm. in that way of like just being like wow it was a great album perfect timing summer oh yeah and perfect summer to take it up a notch it has also been like shy said at least a decade or for me at least since lemonade that i have seen a music video that i'm like wowza and they Ooh. have great music videos besides okay go those music videos are amazing um but, but, but you made but, but you made a good point the other day in saying that the okay go thing is an industry unto itself like you now expect right. an okay go video it's not a right like it's not just like a happenstance and these guys have like a few i recommend i want to get better yeah that's as a terrific great, video a, it's a great video um and for me like i like you know chili peppers don't stop that's a great video too i have a few here and there but not like in the old days so kudos to bleachers um and i recommend yeah their music i think cool. that's my name. Right. how about you beck what i'm watching yeah um so you're you're now kind of de- truck season two is a little bit the is it kind of gets you into it. A little so bit. this is so this is what's happened. Truck season one is like oh this is a quirky show maybe feels like a little outdated. No, have one left it's, good. it's like good to have on on a movie on like a plane or in the background. And then season two like something clicks really and it just it just they tighten it up it gets funnier it gets better you and i'm shy i'm totally starting to see like when you're like this is one of like the greatest tv relationships i'm like i love this so much oh yeah sarah walker and chuck like i i have not been invested in a tv relationship i'm already anxious about when i run out of episodes i'm like anxious about like the day when it's over yeah it makes me it's a huge i told you show to show i'm pretty sad about it um and the relationships between all the characters are terrific captain awesome Mm -hmm. and yeah the music on that show is and you know first of all the music is unreal but i also think one of the things that helps is that morgan is less annoying in season two yes his character gets a lot better they he gets more annoying later in the show, but for reasons that are attached to the plot, and then gets back to normal. But they found the appropriate like if if the characters were all noise levels or an, an, yeah. an equalizer, they found the right equalization for all the characters yeah. by the. It's by the really true. Uh, um, has Jordana so most, Brewster guest starred in it yet? Yes, we've already been through those oh, episodes. Those episodes are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I've been watching a lot of that. And then we watched this movie last night. I, maybe I'm just having, you know what it was? We tried to watch Small Town Crime, but we had, um, we had like the, the baby was, was crying and she wouldn't go to bed and it, it kind of threw the whole night off. So we only got about maybe 30 minutes into it and ended up having to turn it off, unfortunately. But I, I am planning on going back and finishing that one. Cool. Um, so there we go. That's all I'm really watching. So I have I've got a I've got a few things to talk about. Um, so I I was I traveled to and from Israel, so I had a lot of TV time on the plane. I finished watching the season of Goliath, which I really really love. It was as dark as I've seen something in a while, and Billy Bob Thornton. Like what kind of dark? Like uh, sense like, of anarchy dark? Like a little bit dark? Silence of the Lambsy kind of dark or Broadchurch kind of dark? Not exactly like that, but that's the thing that comes to mind. Like in the in the dark crime sense, it ha- it has a little bit of that noir Chinatown feel. But the added dimension to this particular season is Mark Duplass. His performance is oh, off the charts, terrifying, terrifying. And have you seen I, Creep? I haven't His seen movie? Creep. 
but he He's is like terrifying movie. in this in this show. Mm-hmm. And the way they resolve his storyline, or at least leave you at the end of the season, I don't really know, is one of the I can't even go further, but it is one of the things that whether you like it or not, it it makes this particular season stand out in a way that I can't get it out of my mind. I don't know overall where I am with the actual plot of this particular season, but I'd like to see Billy Bob Thornton and the other actors who are sort of part of his legal team, I'd like to see them back solving another crime or dealing with another mystery, because overall I really love that. And then, continuing my Amazon crime theme... I'm on to Sneaky Pete season two. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the characters. I feel like this storyline in season two is really all over the place. I haven't finished it yet. Again, a show I'd like to... St- I'm glad this is a show that's 10 episodes long. If they had 22 episodes to fill, I don't think they could do it. But at 10 episodes, I, re- I-, I like it. And at 10 episodes, you can make some mistakes in the season and then bounce back for the next season. But overall, really love Giovanni Ribisi in it. And uh, again, Marco Martindale's in it. So really good cast. Graham Yost, who did Justified, is one of the is is the showrunner. So it's oh. it's cool. It's it, it's very it's it's very good. So I, I like that, even though I think season two is a little bit weaker. And then I watched uh, I watched a ton of the middle episodes, and just that show just warms my heart all the time. So I can't say enough good stuff. And yeah, so that that's where I've got. How about shoutouts? Well. I will shout out to our cousin Shelly, who was uh, texting me and then calling me and leaving me voice messages about how she was laughing so hard about at one of our eps um, a week ago on our like she had like a three hour drive. Um, also, shout out to Pam. Right, because she yeah, how many she listens to like she 10 listens hours to ten hours straight of the podcast on a drive, which I, yeah, I, I admire. Didn't rock. Hang out with us for that long, so I'm Our I'm grateful. Honorary I'm, I'm sibling, honored. so yeah, shout out to Pam, and of course cousin Vanessa, and cousin Vanessa. That's yeah. who I'm uh, shouting out to. Oh, hey cousin Vanessa, shouting out to cousin Vanessa. I actually feel like I had a shout out lined up, and then I forgot. Uh, that seems to be my theme today. I'm I am suffering about a uh, baby fatigue. Uh, I'll be so, honest. So I uh, my shout out is uh, well I have shout out to some awesome listeners in particular Lindsay who I really appreciate her her wise and interesting take on the Jethro Tull lyric breakdown that we did last week. So sending Lindsay <laughs> all of the Friday Night Movie family love. Uh, but my big shout out goes to the ROI community, the people who I um, spent a, a week with in an incredible program in uh, in Israel run by the Schusterman, uh, fa- or it's a Schusterman Family Foundation initiative, the ROI program. And it brings together Jewish, young Jewish innovators from around the world, from North America, from Israel, and then from a whole bunch of other places. And we spent a week in one of the most intense growing experiences I've been in probably since I was a teenager. And there was personal development, professional development. Uh, We talked a lot about the notion of interdependence and reciprocity and helping each other um, and and helping the world. And it was just one of the most dynamic, amazing groups of people I have ever met and probably the best executed conference I've ever been to in my life. 
The executive director of the program is former Herzliya High School president, amazing. Uh, Justin Corda, who gave so an amazing hilarious. speech to kick off the conference. And as I'm watching the speech, I'm thinking, oh, well, that's why he won the election in 1992. <laughs> he, was all, he was older than us. Um, but that was that was pretty cool. And we, we, we talked a little about Herzliya. And uh, from that group of people, there's actually some really exciting people that I think are going to come on the program who are doing some amazing stuff or have done some amazing stuff in the past. And it would be fun to hear what they have to say about them and are just fun to talk to. So uh, upcoming guests, I think, will come from that amazing pool of people. And then very specifically, there was one group within the, the program that I spent a lot of time with that we had a pod, which was like your, your little... It was like your bunk in a way that you did some of the deeper conversations with. And so I'm sending a – I can't send a shout-out to every single one of the 100-plus people that were on this. So I'm going to pick very specifically Dahlia, Shani, Rivka, and Omer, who were my pod, pod number seven. And it was it was tremendous spending It's like that. bunk seven. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They were – it was so – you, you they tell you at the beginning, you're going on a journey. And I definitely went on a journey with these folks. And they were, they were really terrific. And then – also looking forward to having some of the some of the folks who are on that program as as future guests on the show, and I think with that, uh, where can people follow you, Beck? People can follow me on Twitter at paperbkprincess, and uh, you can check out some recipes that I put up with my friend Janine on our recipe blog, everydayoat.com. And Lily, you can find me on twitter at ggkgomez.com why do i want to say dot com i don't know every time maybe you should start that website maybe i should and i complained publicly to vwelling airlines because they stranded me at an airport and then they publicly wrote me back hey chi chi we're really sorry and i was like i i just was like what (laughs) oh that's not my name and they never told us about this they wrote you back what are you getting um I don't know. They, I don't know. And then they privately wrote me several times, but always addressing just like Chi Chi, comma. And I wanted to be like, guys, do you think that everybody's handles are actual name? <laughs> like, are you stupid? Imagine like, they're like. Oh, like they just called paper. you by your first name. They just, <laughs> On the handle. Like they called you Hey Pancake or they go to be- Hey Paper. <laughs> People <laughs> like, call me Pancake paper, sometimes. Comma. I accept Sure, pancake. that's a cute. But pancake is cute. But like imagine they're writing Becky and they go, Hey Paper, comma. You know, <laughs> I, like it's just I, so stupid. I got I so like annoyed. It, I like it when people call me Pancakes in a plural. I think plural? that's very affectionate. Okay. Hey, Pancakes. <laughs> like, 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 like baby cakes? Yeah, exactly. Like baby cakes. <laughs> <laughs> feels very affectionate. Uh, okay, and you can make you, It's really cute. <laughs> you can you can follow me at Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram, principally. You can follow the whole Pancake for the Table media shenanigans at pancakefortable.com. Uh, you can follow the podcast at FridayNightMoviePod.com. Please take this time to share the pod with someone you know and leave a review on iTunes or Sketcher or Podmean or wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. It's very helpful Only for us. Only if it's a good review. Only if it's a good review. At the very least, find someone you know, tell them to download it. 
they can listen to it, but at the least tell them to download it because all of that helps us continue to make what we are making here, which is truly a labor of love uh, for us and hopefully for anyone who gets to play along with us at home. And then if I, I, I'm behind on posting and editing episodes because I was traveling, but there will be some new behind the behind the music uh, episodes coming up Yay. soon too. Oh. So those will be posted. Um, working on that with good old Ashley from the uh, Gold Nerds world. And uh, with that, the theme music will kick in. What does it eat? Rocking and rolling, and we're dancing. 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 All right. Love you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Okay, wait, don't hang up. I have a quick thing. Yeah, yeah, not I, we never hang up right away. Oh, I, I often do. Okay, Shai, no, Becky, put, Becky. you should put that at the end of the episode. <laughs> you, you, Becky, you would have already hung up like five minutes ago, though. That's why you don't know, but I That's always true, wait till I the end. I always okay, okay, so I had an idea. No, it's not small because I accidentally got my butt waxed. That is a true story. And now it burns like a mofo. (laughs) It burns so bad. Becky warned me it was going to burn.